Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. KWTX at 4 starts now. Thanks for joining us. I'm Justin Early here with meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. And, you know, we're kind of getting a little, a little bit of variety in the fact that there could be a little bit of rain here and there, or some severe weather here and there, dotted in the middle of all this intense heat. Yeah, you know, that's like really our only saving grace at this point mm -hmm. of time from the heat and the humidity is maybe some rain-cooled air. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and uh, But it does come with a severe weather risk. It seems like the past several rounds, it, the large hail threat and the winds and the heavy rain, lightning, thunder, all possibility. And we've got another round of that coming tonight. Okay, so we'll be prepared for that. We're going to get to the weather here in a little bit. So we can get to our daily four right now, though. And the Coast Guard says there is still reason to be hopeful as air and water crews from different countries work together to find the five people who went missing when their submersible bound for wreckage of the Titanic lost contact with its support ship on Sunday. And this comes after noises were detected in the search zone yesterday and today. I can't tell you what the noises are, but what I can tell you is, and I think this is the most important point, we're searching where the noises are, and that's all we can do at this point. Of course, as we said, crews first detected those noises yesterday, and they are still hearing them today, which is potentially a good sign, but they have not found anything at this point. As of now, the crew and the three passengers on the Titan have about 12 hours of oxygen left, estimated 12 hours. And incidentally, a submersible is, you've probably heard that term quite a bit now, it's different than a submarine because it requires a support ship on the surface and submarines are autonomous. This one's 21 feet long. There's no food or water on board, just a small toilet. The people on board include a British businessman named Hamish Harding, Pakistani businessman Shahzad Dawood and his teenage son Suleiman, and a French explorer, Paul Henry Nargolet, and Stockton Rush, who you see there on the far right. He's the CEO of OceanGate, which is the company that's operating this vessel, and he was also on board. Now, as far as the search itself goes, what, what materials, what resources? They have two remotely operated underwater vehicles looking down in the water. Again, this is about two and a half miles below the surface of the water to the bottom where the Titanic is. The U.S. Navy is also helping to narrow down the source of the sound if they can, and several flights scheduled by air today and tomorrow. And I mean, resources, international resources to try to help. It's a horrible thought, you know, of what could, could be going on down there. And if there's any chance that they could be alive, then they want to find them. And it kind of reminds me of the Apollo 13, you know, a mission when they were they were kind of in peril, you know, and they're trying to get back and everybody in the world was watching and hoping for the best and praying for the best. I so. think that's it. Everybody is hoping and praying for the mm -hmm. best and that we want to see them come home. And like you mentioned, all the resources that are down there looking for yeah. them. And so I think that that's um, really good that we are mm -hmm. still searching. We know we have the timeline that's ticking down, mm -hmm. but all those important resources yes. are down there searching. Definitely trying to help. All right. Now it's number two in our daily four. All right, this one is our second horrible bosses story of the week. Yesterday we had the taco shop yeah. owner. Remember that one um, where we hired the priest? Fake priest. The fake priest. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah. today we have another story for you. This one comes out of Georgia. Georgia business owner Miles Walker paid an employee their final wages by dumping more than 91,000 oil covered pennies in his driveway. 
Can you believe that, Justin? Mm, that's really... Mm. No, the incident happened back in 2021, but now Walker has been ordered to pay an additional back wages and damages to the former employee. The U.S. Department of Labor filed the civil lawsuit against Walker last year, and now a federal judge ordered Walker to pay nearly believe this number here, $20,000 plus liquidated damages totaling nearly $20,000 completely. So the judge in the case also told Walker not to retaliate or discriminate against any of his current or former employees. This story just, I do not like this one either. Like what's up with these bosses lately? It's super duper petty to the point petty, of the extreme. Petty, but the pennies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it is it is ridiculous. It's a lot of work. Oil-covered I mean, pennies, too. Think covered. about that. Can't you just, like, I don't know exactly what the circumstances were. Clearly, there was some animosity, and this was a vindictive act. We've heard of things like this before, where people didn't think they had to pay a fine or didn't right. think they deserved to pay a fine or any kind of a fee, and they'll dump pennies on some poor clerk's desk all the way around. We just need to be a little more courteous. I mean, sometimes there are p powers above us that we can't really have any control over. Like, yeah, you've got to pay this person out. It just is what it is. Pay him in normal cash or a check. Like, what, I know. What is just, that? You think you should just pay him and move on, right? Yeah. But yeah, now he's still dealing with the aftermath of mm -hmm. some of those bad decisions that he made in 2021. If you're a boss, remember, <laughs> be nice. Be Please kind. be. And if you're an employee, be a good employee. Yes, we, it goes we, both ways. <laughs> You know, and uh, our producer mentioned direct deposit is also a really easy way to avoid a bunch of pennies in easy your driveway. Enough. <laughs> all right, well, that's number three in our daily four. All right, this one is all about a cup collaboration. A Grammy-nominated rapper, Post Malone, is a longtime fan of Raising Cane's. We have those across Central Texas, and even a personal friend of the founder, Todd Graves. Just a couple of months ago, Post Malone opened the doors of a custom-design Raising Cane's Ooh. in Utah. There's a picture of it right there. Uh, Post Malone and Raising Cane's, their relationship, they're now expanding. Starting tomorrow, customers can get their hands on a series of limited edition Post Malone Malone and Raising Cane's Collector's Cup. When they post up on their combo, the four designs were here. You can see them right there. They are limited quantities and are meant to be collected as a set. So you got to go maybe a couple times to get the whole set. And uh, cups will be available one at a time each for two weeks at a time. So each cup has a QR code on the back for a chance to win Post Malone signed merch, concert tickets, trips, maybe with Post Malone, I don't know, maybe much more <laughs> than that. So uh, Justin, are you gonna be running down to get your cup Well, I, I mean, you know, canes? I'm not gonna pass up some canes, never. <laughs> but you know, Post Malone, I, I know his, some of his music, but I know him more for the charity work. He does a lot of charity work. I mean, yes. during the pandemic, he donated 10,000 pairs of Crocs that he, were designed by him that were collector's items to, donated them to frontline workers. Uh, he's also had a big gaming uh, festival that he's done. Oh, he's raised money for the United Way okay. and other organizations. So, I mean, the man really does try to give back. He's a good-hearted guy. I like to see, you know, this kind of thing from our celebrities. We, we need that. Yeah, good-hearted and good mm. taste in food, too, huh? <laughs> get, that cane, get that cane sauce in there, too. <laughs> now, it's a number four in our Daily Four. And think about, if you will, for a moment, the most excited you've ever been in your entire life. Are you picturing it? Absolutely. Okay, all right. So, did that excitement lead to an injury? Um, well, yes, childbirth. <laughs> okay, this was a little bit different, but I, that's a really good point. Three times. Uh, well, that was the case for a contestant on The Price is Right last week. His name's Henry. He played the game Bonkers, if you watch the show, and he won a trip to Hawaii. So let's take you through the emotional journey. Take a look. This is Alice, Henry's wife. How you doing? Uh, Henry was celebrating and going, and he dislocated his shoulder. 
I know. Uh, so he's not going to be able to spin the wheel, but Alice is going to spin the wheel for him. Good luck. Yep. You want to say hi to somebody? Out of my family, uh, my wife, my baby, CC at home, and all my friends watching. Thank you. How about 95? And then more celebration. <laughs> she, he said, don't hurt yourself. Of course, he, Henry just had one arm for that one because he had, I guess, maybe in the commercial break or maybe didn't realize he hurt it during the celebration after Hawaii and had that other arm hanging down. Uh, well, he did go to the Showcase Showdown. He did not win. He okay. guessed over in his price. But the price is right posted today on Instagram that he won a trip to Hawaii and the ER. Uh, this is not the first time that's actually happened. Other people have gotten hurt, too, in their excitement on the show, twisting ankles or hurting themselves in other ways. When you think about it, I mean, there's so much hype. and They want an excited person. They want oh, an excited yeah. contestant. That's part of the, the joy of the show, the joy of winning. And so just sometimes it's a little too much celebration. You know? Fine line. A little bit too much. <laughs> now, he is okay. Uh, on Instagram, they posted that he is doing all right. He's on the road to recovery, and he'll, he's got a shoulder back in place. And he has to get it working for Hawaii oh, because yeah, that's right going to be a great trip. trip. Yes. We're excited for him. But yes, that's, I think I was excited so much. I, I had a date with a girl I liked in high school who were still friends today and went to a trampoline court because uh -huh. you can't go to a you don't get on a trampoline in Michigan where we went on the date. Okay. So I go to the trampoline court and I fell and I broke my foot. Oh, I was on just a like, date? Really? I was trying oh. to do a flip and oh. be cool. <laughs> Sometimes excitement can lead to injuries. They can. Your trip or your um, injury did not lead to a trip to Hawaii, I'm sad to say. No, uh, we went to the Olive Garden, I think. Olive Garden, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's where we ended up. That's where we ended up. All right, well, there's much more coming up. If you can't wait until the 4th of July, Fort Cavazos has you covered. I'll tell you how you can celebrate Independence Day this Friday when we come back. You're looking live over Central Texas on the new 10 Skycam Network. The morning forecast coming up in a few minutes. That's Colleen. I, I know it's Colleen. Speaking of Colleen, Independence Day is still a couple of weeks away, but you can get the celebration started early. So this Friday, Fort Cavazos will host their annual Freedom Fest. Here to give us all the details on that, how to get involved and attend, is the Director of Family and Morale, Welfare and Recreation. It's Dr. Peter Craig. So thanks for coming over here. We appreciate you Great. coming thanks to talk to us. Now, Freedom Fest is this Friday at Fort Cavazos starting at 4 p.m. And there's a lot, there's a, multi, there's a multiple parts. So tell us what this event uh, details. So this is one of our annual large events that we have on the garrison. And actually coming back this year for the first time in four years, we're actually kicking everything off about five o'clock with Salute to the Nation, where we mm -hmm. have to go through every single flag from the states, talk about it. Uh, then about 6.30, we kick off with the uh, entertainment mm -hmm. and then culminating at about 9.30 with our fireworks. Okay, so the entertainment, some special musical guests, some names we'll recognize, kind of go through that part with us. So at about 6.30, we're gonna have Bowling for Soup is gonna kick us off. At about 7.30, Tone Loca is gonna be uh, kicking us off, coming the second band. Mm -hmm. And our headliners will be Vanilla Ice at about 8.30. And everyone knows yeah. the, the Ice Ice Baby oh, song. So that's that's the headliner. Everyone's talking about that all over, all over the uh, getters. Since it'll be pretty warm outside, think cool thoughts. And Vanilla Ice, that's, yes. Ice is a yes. cool yes. thought for yes. sure. Um, of course, you know, within Independence Day, the fireworks are a huge, huge deal. What can you tell us about this year's show? So this year's show is just like a lot of other shows. It's 30 minutes long. It's the largest fireworks show in Central Texas. Okay. Uh, there's other ones in the community on the 4th of July, but we do ours a couple weeks early uh, for many reasons, most of which is to give the soldiers the opportunity to enjoy one of their events. A lot of times during the 4th of July weekend, they get a four-day weekend. So they all, a lot of them leave, leave town. So this way, they're in town for Friday night. They can just go home, come back at come back about 6.30, 7 o'clock, enjoy the entire night. 
And there are lots of ways to kind of observe this. So as a bonus for those who can't actually make it to Fort Cavazos, KWTX is gonna be broadcasting the fireworks show live on our CW, CW Central Texas. That's set to begin at 9.30 p.m. Friday. Um, obviously, Fort Cavazos is a secure military installation, a military post, but this is open to the public. So how does the public attend? What do they do? If you don't have access to the post, all you're gonna to need to do is go to the visitor center at the Bernie Beck Gate, mm. and you can, you can register for it, get a pass, uh, we've got two self-serve kiosks there, which are fairly new, so it's going to expedite the process. You cut in there. Uh, you can. Everyone needs a pass. It's in the car. You get in, head over to the stadium, and you enjoy. It. You park up about five minutes away, up towards the the commissary area, and you'll be. It'd be great to come down. It's, it's just a like five-minute walk. Should they do that in advance? Maybe do it a couple days before. Can they, or does it they have to be can? Day but of? they're going to have to request. Usually, if they do the pass, it's mm -hmm. the day of. Okay. If you do yeah. it in advance, you're going to say, "Well, I'm going to come in, come in, come in for a future date." But they mm -hmm. generally. It's fairly quick if you do yeah. the day of. Okay. Uh, but if you're going to come and you're going to get a day of pass, we just recommend you come a little bit early. Okay. And we have a QR code on the screen to scan yeah. if you want some more information about all of this. Okay. Why is it so important to have this event open to uh, the entire community? It's a chance for us to kind of give back to the community. Mm -hmm. uh, the Colleen community, a lot of our soldiers live off post. It's a great opportunity to us to kind of give back to the community and say, hey, we're here. We appreciate what you do for us every year all throughout the year. It's just a great opportunity for us to give back just a little bit. For you, what's the most fun part about doing what you do? And, and for those who don't know, kind of explain what it is that you do as, in this position. So I do the fun stuff for MWR. Mm -hmm. uh, we have, uh, I have about 800 employees on Fort Hood. I'm sorry, Fort Cavazos. Uh, uh, so I have about 800 employees that range from childcare to fitness center folks, golf course, bingo, bowling. So we have a lot of things. We are, we're charged with providing fun opportunities mm -hmm. for the soldiers and families. Yeah. And the best part of, the, of actually on the, 20, on the 23rd after the fireworks is when the fireworks start, because that's the first time I can actually sit down and relax. Okay. <laughs> that's good. That is usually yes. a long day for it you. It is, yeah. Okay, but that's going to be a lot of fun, and we appreciate what you're doing for uh, not just those at Fort Cavazos, but the entire right. community. So thanks so much. Again, it's going to be a lot of fun. You can see the information all right there. Uh, I think we have a little flyover freedom. Uh, yeah. Fest uh, flyer to show you, and there's all the info. Yeah, four to ten, Phantom Warrior Stadium, June 23rd. It's coming up. Vanilla Ice. I can't believe it. Are you excited about that? You, I am. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's like it's old school, man. It's good stuff. We're back after this.